This is the podcast for the journal Genetics and Medicine, published by Springer Nature. It's the official journal of the American College of Medical Genetics and Genomics. I'm Cynthia Graber. Fragile X syndrome is the most common inherited cause of intellectual disability. But the phenotype can be subtle, and it's not easily detected at birth. Often the diagnostic pathway can take years. But early identification could lead to early interventions that can improve the quality of life for the patient, and it could also lead to cascade testing for family members that could lead to additional early identification. Plus, the syndrome is accompanied by many other health conditions, and there isn't yet an in-depth understanding of the full spectrum of secondary medical issues experienced by patients with Fragile X syndrome, which could help improve treatment. And so a team of researchers decided to use artificial intelligence to mine data records to try to provide answers to both questions, whether they could accurately identify the prevalence and severity of secondary medical conditions, and whether they could accurately diagnose patients before clinicians did so. Arezu Movagar is a postdoc in the Weissman Center at the University of Wisconsin-Madison. We used longitudinal electronic health records from more than 1.7 million individuals We identified every single person who received clinical diagnosis for Fragile X syndrome and included all of them in our analysis. Um, Our study had two major parts. In the first part, we looked at the entire lifetime diagnosis that they ever received and compared those diagnoses with um, what we we're seeing in general population. So it helped us to identify any condition, wide range of medical diagnoses that could be associated with fragile X syndrome. And uh, we used a data-driven discovery-oriented approach. So uh, it means that we let the data speak without uh, using any prior knowledge, any known phenotype, anything. We just let the data speak. They found that the patients with Fragile X syndrome have a much higher rate of heart issues, digestive issues, dental problems, and neurological issues than the control group. I think one of the surprises was the severity of these conditions in individuals with Fragile X syndrome. So we are seeing conditions in cases and also in controls, but the number of medical encounters for people with Fragile X syndrome is much higher in uh, our cases. Additionally, the rate of some of those diagnoses is surprising. For example, we knew that some people had anxiety and ADHD, but in our uh, analysis, almost half of the patients are uh, having these conditions. Another one was heart-related issues. So almost five times more was observed in Fragile X syndrome, and the age of onset was 26 versus 50 two or three. So really earlier age of onset in individuals with fragile X syndrome. So they have more of these health problems, they have severe symptoms, and they are getting diagnosed at earlier age compared to the controls. Marsha Malik is the Emeritus Vice Chancellor for Research and Graduate Education at the University of Wisconsin-Madison and is one of the study authors. One of the interpretations that we make is that people with fragile X syndrome are going to require more care from the medical system for the same diagnoses that the rest of the population may have as well. So they have, they have more visits. It may be because of their communication difficulties or their behavior problems, or that these disorders are somehow different when they're associated with Fragile X syndrome. 
And so it creates a greater burden of disease for the person who has who is affected and also for the family. She says in addition to the patients and their families becoming aware that these conditions are issues, the results of this study can also benchmark the conditions for physicians. So if a physician sees this in one child with fragile X syndrome, it's hard to know, is this something special or is this part of a a broader range of conditions that should be monitored for, not only in this child, but perhaps all children with fragile X who come to see that physician. So it gives a guideline, I think, for um, the medical system for surveillance of conditions that are elevated in individuals with fragile X syndrome. And they're different in children than adults. And there's a lot more known about children with fragile X than adults or people in midlife or old age. So this is the first opportunity to see the medical characteristics and medical challenges faced by individuals with this diagnosis across the life course. For the second part of the study, the team used AI to figure out if they could successfully identify fragile X syndrome before the clinicians did so. For this, they honed in on the patients in that data set who had been identified as having fragile X syndrome, but who were not diagnosed in early childhood, which left them with 36 cases. They created a predictive model based on codes entered into the health records at least five years prior to diagnosis. And they found they were able to accurately identify the patients five years before the clinicians did. It's really interesting to see that without any prior knowledge, without any extra information, the machine is picking up the same conditions that we know that are helpful in diagnosis of fragile X syndrome or are earlier sign of this conditions. In the future, this approach could potentially be integrated into patient medical records. I have talked to some physicians who said, why can't the electronic health record have a a notification to me? These four things or these five signs or symptoms or conditions appear for this child and now is the time to do this. And of course, it's easy to to say that's what should happen because we know there are many, many steps along the way of taking research results and putting them into the electronic health record. But that is what the obvious next step would be, right? Taking this information and helping physicians who, even geneticists, they have a huge range of rare and not so rare conditions to know about. And this is packaging it up in a way that makes it possible to potentially act sooner. The study does have some limitations. The Marshfield Clinic in northern and central Wisconsin, the source of the data, covers a large area with a very stable population, few people move out or in, and the records have been digitized since 1979. That's useful for research, but the population is quite homogenous, and this approach needs to be replicated. The team has already obtained a set of health records from a larger university-based system in an area with more residential mobility. That said, the team believes the data on co-occurring conditions will soon be clinically useful. And when it comes to diagnoses, they think the model they've created to use AI can eventually be employed not just for fragile X syndrome, but for other conditions as well. So it's ideal for a condition that is not obvious at birth if it's a childhood onset disorder. So for instance, you would not use this for Down syndrome because um, that's easy to diagnose at birth. You would use it for conditions, whether they be childhood onset or adult onset, where There's a lot of ambiguity about the characteristics leading up to the prodromal symptoms leading up to the diagnosis, especially when those symptoms may be observed in the general population. And it's hard to know whether this particular case is the case that has characteristic X or diagnosis X. Those definitive diagnoses that eventually get made but take a long time to get made are perfect for this model. Genetics and Medicine is the official journal of the American College of Medical Genetics and Genomics and is published by Springer Nature. I'm Cynthia Graber.